three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. And I'm here with the pride of Idaho, the land of spuds, Scott. Scott <laughs> That's a great word. I love spuds. Right? I'm doing, I, I, I knew you would. <laughs> I, I'm doing good. Um, excited to review yet another film with the you two wonderful gentlemen. And I'm here with Colin. Uh, the pride of Ireland. I can't even do an Irish accent, so I won't try. Call now, are you, sir? I'm doing very good. It's really fun that we're all doing this together again. I have to say, so yeah, and genuinely enjoy. It's a couple weeks in a row, it's yeah. been awesome. I feel a little and spoiled I, to be honest. Right, and uh, so we're actually going to be seeing each other uh, next uh, next weekend, actually, for uh, Labor Day weekend in uh, uh, the land of a whale's vagina, uh, San Diego, San Diego, which I'm excited for. Uh, solid Anchorman reference, but uh, but but there's like nothing coming out next weekend, really, except for this one like really derp-looking Christian movie, which I'll probably subject myself to. Um, there hasn't been a lot of good movies coming out lately. I would, it, it's I been, would say. It's, it's been a bit of a dry spell, but mm-hmm. this movie, luckily, uh, kind of changes that trend. We were talking about Good Boys, which, um, so uh, Seth Rogen, and, Seth Rogen, and I, I gotta talk about Seth Rogen a little bit. I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. I just think he is a, uh, I just think he's a badass, and the fact that he is a leading man, it's, it's pretty funny to think about, <laughs> to be completely honest, the fact that... Uh, this guy who's just a big stoner goon <laughs> has turned into has turned into one of the most dependable hands in Hollywood. It's it's yeah the the days of freaks and geeks. It'd be hard to imagine that his character, that guy, yeah, it, it, <laughs> was going to be a Hollywood movie star. It's pretty crazy. And and the director of this movie is a Gene. I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Stepinski is what I'm going to go with. He the only other credit as far as directing uh, uh or as a, he did a couple episodes of the office yeah he uh he is a screenwriter on uh hello ladies the movie which i i loved hello ladies i thought that was a very underrated show uh, i i love steve merchant and he was a uh screenwriter on bad teacher which i was not a fan <laughs> a fan of but I will say, just to get out of the way, as far as my thoughts, I enjoyed the hell out of this. I thought this was a lot of fun. Uh, Scott, kind of your feelings going into this. Uh, feelings going in, um, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like we've kind of had, a, we've had, we just watched Dora, which was a, <laughs> which no, which was a kids movie that was geared more towards kids than adults and then, but also still kind of played a little bit to adults to this good boys where it's kind of the opposite where it's a kid's movie kind of geared towards adults um 
and then kind of something for the kids in it. Um, so it was, I was interested to see how they were going to play that, it being R-rated. Um, because the other movie that Seth Rogen was a part of that was uh, R-rated too was Sausage Party. And that was like over the top, like very graphic. <laughs> so I will say, and I realize that the, the, to quote Archer phrasing... I love Sausage Party. I mean, I like a good sausage every now and then, you know, whatever. But I, but I, I really enjoyed the hell out of Sausage Party. I will fully admit the last giant orgy scene, I, even I went, all right, I can handle a lot of shit, but even I was like, okay. Like, right, but like a, I'm curious whether they're going to like take the R to the limit and or how much they're going to kind of hold back. So that's what I was kind of looking for going in. Colin, kind of your thoughts, sir. Yeah, the uh, marketing of the movie did a good job of kind of focusing on the fact that um, Seth Rogen was producing. Yeah. Um, you know, he was a- attached in a way. Uh, I think, like, going into the movie, I never really, like, looked into how he was attached. I was like, I was like, oh, is, like, him and um, Evan Goldberg yeah. directing? Did they write it? Like, how, how, is, how is he attached? But um, really, he just produced it, which is surprising now that I'm actually looking into it, um, which is great. He obviously had a hand in it. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, it's surprising to see that um, this guy, Gene Stepinski, and then the other writer, uh, Lee Eisenberg, they basically, like, their most success they've had is working on The Office extensively, um, writing for that show. Um, Gene only really directed a couple episodes of The Office. Um, He has no credit as a director um, in 10 years. The last time he directed was an episode of The Office in 2009. So that's crazy to me um, that he was in charge of um, directing this movie. But um, getting into, like, first impressions, like, you know, I I liked his style. It was cool. Um, It definitely had, like... You can see that office humor in like yes. the writing. Um, so yeah, Hunter, what what were your first impressions going into the start of the plot and whatnot? So uh, for for me, uh, see, watching this movie, it, it was great. So uh, me and uh, my lovely girlfriend Alea uh, saw the movie of Colin and his wife, uh, <laughs> Nikki. My wife, yeah, Nikki, and we. I feel like we were all laughing pretty much all the way through. Like, we were having fun with this. And I think this will fall into the, the, the realm, and I'm going to use this movie just as a comparison, of Horrible Bosses, where I feel like I'm going to need to watch this again because I was laughing so hard I know I miss shit. <laughs> because this movie, man, it's a lot of the humor is the fact these are kids doing fill-in-the-blank. Like a, The movie gets by a lot on that. And I know if you think that's a you know that's a kind of a lame uh, like a like a lame kind of way to get to comedy, then you'll you'll probably won't be a huge fan of this. But for me, I just thought this was so fucking funny. I thought the kids had great chemistry, and uh, Keith L. Williams, who plays Lucas, I will say, it reminded me so much of a young 
uh, 11-year-old, 12-year-old Hunter. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Like, his, like, he was. Like, he, oh, he's best friend. Like, he was just a big, awkward Hunter. Yeah, cat. like, oh, he loves his mom. And <laughs> like, oh, you're not thinking about sex yet. Like, wait till you're 14. And, <laughs> and, and just how he was like, no, like, I'm just trying to do the right thing. And I'll be honest, it, it kind of made me uncomfortable how much watching Lucas, I was like, holy shit, this is me at 11 or 12 years old. Like, what? happened you were so innocent back then but the the kids had such great chemistry uh, so Keith L. Williams plays Lucas he kind of looks like a young uh Craig Robinson just with the hair <laughs> I was like I could see him being Craig Robinson 20 years and yeah um, he's a big kid yeah no he's a he's no he's a, he's a he's a good boy wink and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he, he's much taller than everyone else that's portrayed as a 12 yeah he kind of towers over the other the other two uh white kids uh jacob uh uh Thrimblay plays max and then brandy noon plays thor which i'm very happy he got the name thor uh no mjolnir unfortunately but i think the biggest plus i can get this movie is the chemistry between the uh, the three good boys they're you buy the fact that they're best friends and i i will say too the movie has kind of a pessimistic but a very real message in the fact that hey if you're really close friends with you know people in sixth grade you'll probably get split up because of middle schools and you probably won't be friends anymore. I was like, wow, okay, that's a kind of bleak message. But I I had to think back to kids I was friends with in sixth grade and I went, yeah, I mean, I lost track with, with some of them. And, and I kind of appreciate the movie for being that blunt and being that that real, if that kind of makes sense. That's got yeah, I, I think it was also funny too because it was kind of a playing on itself of... You know, because everything that happens in the this kids these kids' day or few days is like so over the top and like like a big deal for them that um, like I think in in their in their little world being split up, even though it's not a big deal, like in you know in the big picture, for them it's like a huge thing. And I think it's funny because they're kind of they I feel like they're making fun of that kind of ploy as like oh we're, we're, gra- we're you know we're done with high school or we're graduating college and it's time to split up it's kind of that old cliche but i i thought they played that out well and i i i think like keith williams uh lucas is probably the star of the show for me <laughs> he was i agree with he that. was by far the the best and uh, they did all i think it was like age appropriate as far as making they didn't make these kids too old i don't know if that makes sense but if they tried to put maybe actors in these roles that were like teenagers and tried to play it off like they were in middle school or something i feel like it wouldn't have the same effect because these kids are kind of like awkward in their bodies and like themselves it's like they're awkward kids like they're everybody is at that age so it really plays through like a realness to it but yeah i think i think that they the the chemistry between them was probably the one of the highlights for me uh colin kind of your thoughts on that yeah i think i think a movie like this um in the same vein as the movie eighth grade where yeah eighth grade's great it's just like so this one's 
more of a comedy, and it's definitely um, trying to be funny the whole time. Unlike eighth grade, which is very serious, um, they're both just like they just feel really real, like really authentic to like. Yeah, that's how I remember being 12 was. (laughs) Like, there was no punches pulled. Like, everybody was, like, figuring out the world. Like, (laughs) they're trying to learn how to kiss Mm. on the computer. And (laughs) at one point, they're just like, yeah, they didn't even kiss. The one guy just licked the woman's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, so graphic. So but good. so okay, you know, like when you're when you're realizing all of that, like at, at the age, like dude, you don't hold back. You you say it all like out loud. So like I appreciated how authentic and real. So I will divulge a very uh, a very hunter moment here. Um, so when I was oh god, dude, so I would have been like thirteen. So I remember I saw the uh, Samuel Jackson, the the one of him and Christian Bale, that Shaft reboot they did in 2000, right? Uh, huge fan of that movie still. I haven't reviewed it yet, will at some point. But I remember I was like, oh, wow, I, I, I love Samuel Jackson. I would like to know more about the movie. So I remember I went on www.shaft.com <laughs> on my fucking iMac, and the shit I saw on my screen, I went, whoa, 13-year-old me was not prepared. <laughs> For what Shaft.com was gonna show you me. You were looking like, for Shaft and you got it. Yeah, not not that Shaft, unfortunately. I was like, okay, shit. And I I appreciate the fact that when we were growing up, parents didn't realize the necessity of like filtering Dude, search engines. Well, because like, we, like we we came up in this kind of the sweet spot where they were still like very dumb to it all. Everyone was learning. Right. It's like, oh, actually, we know yeah, more about parents. the settings than you do at this point. So, <laughs> Yeah. We were learning about parental settings. Before that's they, like they one of the first things you learn as, as an adolescent boy is like clearing the history and then like <laughs> finding your way around some proxy or some shit. Not not, not a lesson I learned, unfortunately, until it was too late. <laughs> yeah, well, but, you learn the hard but, way. Do oh that's that's another story. But my point is that like you were even able to Mm -hmm. like now like parents are like, you know anything our child touches like has to have parental controls. Yeah. So, so when I worked at this other job that um, uh, that rhymed with office slacks. There we go. Uh, So I worked at what? What do you think, Colin? What do you think the company was talking about? (laughs) I don't know, but they definitely can't sue for defamation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because I know the rules of slander, but I... <laughs> if your copy has to say it. <laughs> well, it's a real thing. Well played. Yeah, sorry. That was tied in remember, my back pocket. But I remember I worked with this mom who brought in her laptop, and she was like, hey, my laptop's really slow, and I had no idea it was her son who was looking at shit, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of porn and ads on your computer. She's like, oh, I have a 15-year-old son. I was like, oh, I just dimed you out. I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, I'm going to go home and talk to him. I was like, well... So if that guy's listening <laughs> to this podcast, I'm well, really sorry. And like that's you. the great thing about this movie because it's the age is where they're still like dumb and oblivious to a lot of the like uh, a lot of the things that like are like well, the, some of the sex toys they were like 
um, confusing with like I don't know the stick or they they locked the they locked the cop in a convenience store with one. Um, but I, I, I like I said like I, I like the realness and I think that like that was able to convey. I I don't think it was like a perfect movie and I wasn't like busting out laughing the entire time, but <gasps> it was <laughs> it was I I, I like watching them more than like the plotters jokes that they had some of them right that could be a little bit lazy at points colin do you want to go through the uh the plot here uh yeah um fuck what happened (laughs) (laughs) so so the so the main point um is the kids are are trying to fuck what are they trying to do (laughs) oh my god okay fine i got it so so remember so basically uh, there look a few twists and turns so I uh, so Max, uh, his dad is played by Will Forte, which fuck yes, what a great surprise! I love just seeing Will Forte in anything. It was actually like, a pretty one, hilarious performance too. Brother. Yeah, he he's really one of my favorite actors, and uh, he's also in Booksmart, which you know fuck yeah. But they never say his name. He's just this guy who has a corporate job and goes, "Hey, I'm going out of town. Like, don't touch my drone." So one thing I'm well, he's just dad. Yeah, yeah. Max's dad. He's saying, "Don't touch my shit. You know, just leave this drone alone." So of course, Max touches the drone. <laughs> what, do you, because... what do you think happens next? <laughs> yeah, so he touches the drone. So the drone, so the drone gets destroyed because Max, Lucas, and Thor. Uh. Are spying on these two girls, uh, Midori Francis, who plays Lily, and Molly Gordon, who plays Hannah, because they hear about them talking about sex and they want to know how to kiss. So Hannah and Lily go, Well, fuck you, we're holding this drone hostage. And uh, so basically, Max, Lucas, and Thor have to get another drone, but they end up stealing the girl's Molly, which I haven't taken Molly, but I imagine it feels pretty great. From what I've heard, but you know, so um, they so they took they, it as in they they had it on their persons. They didn't ingest it. Yeah, no, which the, I was kind of hoping for, but I I get it. Yeah. Um. So it was re- so basically the kids. So the kids have to go ahead and get a new drone before Max's dad gets home. But then they have to get new Molly. So they end up interacting with Hannah's boyfriend uh, or ex boyfriend. Benji, who's played by John Caress, uh, 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 I'll say. And I think the thing that made me laugh the most about this movie, it's very much kind of like a uh, Adventures in Babysitting sort of movie. It's like, okay, this happened, so now this happens, so now you have to gather these two things to go ahead and basically <laughs> close the loop of what... I mean, that's really You're so right. Is, no, like, you're so right. And, and it's really funny to watch it because I'll tell you right now, one of my favorite action scenes of this whole year is when Max is shooting Benji and his uh his like frat bro friends with a paintball gun. I went, oh my god, this is fucking wonderful. And seeing Thor get punched in the face by a guy who's at least in his who's at least eighteen years old <laughs> made me laugh in a way I was not expecting. So, um, yeah, I mean it's basically a big giant adventures and babysitting movie. I will say right now. Adventures in Babysitting, a movie I really enjoy. Uh, that's one of those f- movies I saw when I was four or five. I went, yep, this still holds up. But uh, this movie is so... 
it's very kind of out the box in that sense because some of the humor goes really dark and there is a lot of sexual content and a lot of sexual humor in this but it all really for the most part works for me and i don't know who molly gordon is can i just say she's i i don't know she's she, she's hot can i say that is that is that she was in Booksmart, motherfucker. I knew I didn't recognize her. Sorry. That, that Why are you was... asking permission? Is because she looks young? Uh, yeah, well, because she was playing like a... How old was she in the movie? I can't remember. Oh, like, oh she's, she's like high school or something. Well, it doesn't matter how old they are. Then. In a movie. It matters how old they are. <laughs> I, I, I always I, remember I, that. I just get very... I get very paranoid. But... I thought we established that with Dora. Oh, I... <laughs> absolutely. She's, what, what was she, 18? Oh, she's 23. She's 23. Perfect. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. I'm good. I'm no, we're good. Cool. Yeah, she seemed older. Yeah. I mean, not like older, but she, she didn't, didn't seem, seem in high school. like no, high school right. at all. Un- unlike Kevin Spacey, I want to make sure they're 18. Sorry, allegedly. Pardon me. <laughs> but, um... But, Colin, go ahead on kind of your thoughts on this. Go off, Queen. <laughs> um... Yes, you know, I, I kind of have to disagree on the um, the paintball shooting scene. Oh, no. Oh, it was go. just, it was... Let him have like it. Kinda, Let him have it. It was kind of, it was kind of slapsticky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the whole... No, like, honestly, like, so, the the movie that's, like, really easy mm. to compare to this is Superbad. Yeah. And Superbad is amazing. It's like, I mean, it's easy to compare because that one was literally done by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. It's like their, you know, original claim to fame as directors it, and writers. It's their baby. Yeah. yeah, it's their baby. And, you know, clearly they were trying to send the message like, hey, this is like super bad, but they're 12. Like when they're having Seth Rogen on commercials, like advertising it as a producer. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Like I was all for that. Like, and this movie does a lot of the great things that Superbad did, but the thing that Superbad did really well was like, while it's like, it's a, it's a bunch of just really great writing in Superbad, like they never like cross that line into like ridiculous, like they never cross the line to the point where it's like, I don't believe this could actually happen in real life anymore. Like, but the, 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 the 12-year-olds all shooting the frat bros, and the, sh- the frat bros are like, oh, my God, I got hit by a paintball, <laughs> and they, like, fall down. Like, that, that, it was, like, it was funny. It was funny, but it was, like, slapsticky, and it kind of took me out of, like, the realism of, like, what I was um, kind of enjoying in the movie. So that was my only gripe on that. Um, but still, the, 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 the kids carry the movie regardless. The kids are still carrying the movie. It still has great writing. It still has great dialogue between all of them. Uh, Keith Williams' scream he keeps doing. Dude, it is so <laughs> on point. It's amazing. It's so incredible. That always got a laugh out of me because it reminds you that they're all mm-hmm. 12. And that's that's the charming nature of this movie is that like it's R rated and they're all fucking 12. Like it's incredible. Like it's really really funny. Um, so like while while I unfortunately was like ha- I had a high bar that I was measuring this movie towards. Like I still loved like you know so much of what was going on. Scott, kind yeah. of your thoughts, man. Talk to me. Yeah, I I got I do have kind of a, a take though for you. Um, uh, I uh, I think that. It would have been smarter for them to bump this to like a PG thirteen, so more people could see it, and then take away a few of the fucks, and like, cause that's really there wasn't anything outrageous, like besides them saying the f word like ninety times, 
But I think f- I, my take is that if, if they brought it down to a PG-13 and they made it a little bit, instead of gearing it towards adults, to be to- or geared towards kids more, I think that would have not made, for, for me, made the movie better. But I feel like what, I felt like they were trying to do the opposite. And I don't know if, like I, w- I don't know if the, I was able to like with Superbad. I was able to relate to those kids, and this I it's harder for me to relate to that. And maybe it's the same with Seth Rogen, where he can't quite relate to that. So it's a little more slapsticky, or what you think, quote unquote, kids like. But they didn't write it, so um, you never know how far that goes. But that's just that's my take. I think I think that if I get the idea that you're, it's kind of a shock and awe of having 12-year-olds swear, which I think I, I will be the hand up. I think it's hilarious, but I think they might have done better if they, like, catered more towards a kid's audience. But that's just me. So, I mean, I will say for me, I, I did recognize myself in, uh, in, in Lucas because, I mean, and, and I, I'm going to be, I'm going to throw it out there and, Please feel free to tell me damn full shit. They they don't come out and say he might be gay, but just the way he kind of played his character, I went. You could kind of draw that conclusion. Is that is that just me or? Well, I mean, not to like overturn old stones, but I mean that's probably why you saw a lot of yourself. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) Wow, from nowhere. I. For, I always I'm no, just, I Hunter. I yeah. feel like you've brought this yeah. up before, at least joking. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, like, yeah. Middle school, high school, like people were like, "Is Hunter gay? <laughs> like he's never dating anyone." Right. Dude, if I had a dollar for every time, someone... like I knew you weren't gay because obviously you would have been all over me. <laughs> Duh, <but>. true. <laughs> you guys have been absolutely. such an item. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we would have. We would have taken that school by storm. Well, I mean, I'm 32. I'm still all over you, but <laughs> but. Yo. but no, and it, it, it's funny you bring that up. Like, um, my, my my dad, uh, uh, Papa Hunter, he got he got that all the time. He was like this like guy who had mostly female friends, who was super artistic, and that was the same mold I fell into. So watching Lucas, I went, oh man, I like, oh this is like looking through a mirror. It's kind of eerie to be to be. It should be a lake. That's how eerie it is. But uh, but watching this, I'm like, oh, I totally. I, I can hear Scott Rowland's eyes right now. But, <laughs> but, but but watching it, I'm like, yeah, man, I, I, I kind of get that. And it's it's funny because Lucas is the one who goes through the most shit, but he's the most optimistic. There's a point where his arm gets broken because he run, uh, these uh, uh, Hannah and Lily are chasing him. And so he's on a bike and he run he basically ramps himself. That is so funny. He ramps himself in the side of this uh I can't remember if it's like a... It's like a dumpster like a, or something. Yeah. It, it, really yeah. hard. And breaks his fucking arm, so it's like fucking dangling there. And you're like, oh my yeah, god. At least dislocated. Yeah, at, at the very least. And so they go ahead and put this ball gag in his mouth where they put his shoulder back in the That's place. So good. The ball gag was a good joke. <laughs> that was well written. It reminded <laughs> me of um, of Game Night where uh, uh, Jason... Uh, the squeaky toy yeah, classic. Yeah, exactly. Scene. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's uh, Bateman. There you go. 
where he's biting yeah, down the shoe toy. It's really fucking funny, but a lot of the physical comedy does come from Lucas, and I thought Keith L. Williams, I thought he... Yeah, that the, stuff's not slapsticky either. That's just like, that's like well-written comedy. Like, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah, and a lot of physical comedy does come from him, and I... I I really enjoyed that. I will be the first to admit there's a scene later on, and I'm bringing up Booksmart because, again, that is a movie I just, I, I fucking adore Booksmart. And while I think Booksmart is better, it does take, it feels like a lot of beats are similar, where there is a character at the beginning that kind of play off like a buffoon, but at the very end you go, oh, they're actually really smart and they're important to this plot. Um, I was really happy to see Retta, uh, of course, uh, Donna from Parks and Rec, playing Lucas's mom in Little Rail, uh, uh, Harry, of course, Mother's Day <laughs> from, from, <laughs> from, from, from Get Out. Uh, I, I love seeing him in this. Dude, that's where he was from. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's so good. He was, I mean, he's the best, like, I don't know if he's the best part of Get Out, but he's a... He's like when he his character is is introduced and in get out. It immediately goes from like super intense to like a comedy act. Like immediately, he controls the scene. He's really funny. Yeah, no, like he he's fucking great in this. And, and him and Reddit only have a couple scenes together, but they are so so fucking funny. And their chemistry is really great together. I'd watch them in a movie together. To, to be completely honest, there. So Colin will tell you little real Howie. I was laughing so hard in this movie. I do need to watch it again. There's a there's that scene they show in the trailer where they're crossing the freeway, and oh my god, that scene! <laughs> that scene is fucking gold. Where these like these cars are like, oh fuck, twelve year old, oh shit, and they're just like ramming into each other that was I, I, to to go ahead and get across to a mall. Uh, the the scenes with Hannah and Lily, how they kind of wrap up. Uh, with their connection with the kids at the very end, getting to this big, um, this big kissing party, which uh, I have a story about that, but I will save that for another podcast. And wait, what? Wait, it it, it it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and Hunter. and I genuinely and I and I truly mean this. I love the fact that Max fucks up. Uh, the kids fuck up their first drone, so they have to get a second one, and so Max has to get go ahead and get the drone into his house before uh, Max's dad, Will Forte, gets back from his business trip. And the way he fucks up that house, is it's, it's, it is next level how bad, badly he fucks up that house. And, and I, I, dude, I was just laughing so hard watching this. And honestly, above everything else, the chemistry between the three, that carries the movie for me. Um, I, I don't know if this will be something, and, and I'm kind of putting this almost as my, my ceiling at this point, because I do love the movie Tag so much that I've talked about. This isn't as good as Tag for me, but I laughed, and Colin will tell you, really consistently from start to finish. I mean, there are a couple parts where I went, okay, but they did a good job, I think, of balancing the laughs with the kind of more emotional parts. Uh, Scott, kind of your final thoughts on that. Yeah, I think um, it um, over-exceeded my expectations, for sure. I just honestly wasn't really sure what to expect coming in. 
but um, it, it exceeded them, but not to the point where I would be excited about seeing it again. I just I thought too much of it was more of like a gag slapstick humor. There were good th parts in it, and I did laugh throughout, but I think I was kind of taken out of it every every other scene or so where they would have something kind of like over the top silly happen or like they had to like I thought the um uh the freeway scene was a little bit kind of silly but I don't know I just maybe was not <laughs> in the mood for it but it's just it was it was fine like yeah I don't really have anything else to say on it but I I just think it was like I I liked the the acting for the for the three boys, I think their chemistry was really good, and they came up with some funny parts. But it just doesn't feel like a like a Seth Rogen movie that I'm used to. Okay, calm. Kind of your final thoughts. Uh, should I give my grade, or should we? Should I just? You know, go ahead and give your grade, man. What do you? Think? That's fine. Okay, I'll I'll start. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like I don't think I have much more than what I'm about to. No, no, no go ahead, man. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think what I was expecting was a super bad style, Seth Rogen-inspired movie about 12-year-olds. Um, and I think it delivered pretty well. Um, I think I was pretty satisfied in the final product. Um, I really didn't do much uh, kind of preparation and so looking at who was behind the movie exactly before I went into the movie I just kind of went in blind which um, I, I'm tending to like to do more these days it's nice to just go into movies blind kind of get a first impression and then check it out so I was pleasantly surprised to see that um, the director and writers uh, like Gene Stepinski and Lee Eisenberg they really haven't done much in the writing and directing role in big budget movies. Yeah. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised with what I saw. I mean, you can definitely see their um, experience in comedy working on The Office show in this. There's lots of great, like, awkward moments. Um, Will Forte is a big star. Oh, my God, he's so uh, good. In his role, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, uh, Lucas's mom and dad are great together. Those are all good scenes. Um, it has a good cast. They found three good kids. I love Lucas's character. So Keith L. Williams, the kid playing Lucas, yeah. he was in Last Man on Earth with uh, Will Forte. Oh, and okay. He is, he is incredible. He wears a Superman costume for like two seasons and never says a word. And then all of a sudden they find out he can speak and he's like super smart. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, spoiler alert, sorry. But he's uh, he's brilliant in that show. And I'm glad to see that he got picked up to do a cool comedy movie like this. That like I, I really think I enjoyed um, the fact that it's R. I, I, I kind of liked it. it like there's definitely some cheap humor and using and having a bunch of twelve year olds like say fuck. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's it's pretty cheap, but it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's cheap as fuck, but it's also like fuck is funny. So, <laughs> so a bunch of little kids, um, kind of you know watching porn and dancing in a sex swing at the end of a movie. Like it's pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah. Final thoughts, like, dude, I don't know. If, it was the best thing I've seen that could have been done in this manner, but it was it was pretty damn good and it was pretty funny. I'm gonna give it a B plus. 
yeah. myself. Okay. Um. This is. Hmm. So I will say, like listening to. And you know, Scott. You know, Scott. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm sorry, Scott. What did you give? Shush, shush. What did, what did you give it, Scott? Remind me. I'm sorry. I didn't give it anything yet. Well, you know, I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna save myself because I'm between two grades. So I'm gonna let you go first. Um, if I had to give it a grade, um, I would probably go like low B, high C, probably like a C plus. C plus. Yeah. Oh man, I, I, I so picked your grade. I'm so proud of myself. Um, so, this is what I'll say about this. I, I really do believe the movie is it's funnier than I thought it was going to be. I thought the trailer I thought the trailer gave away a couple of the jokes I wish they would have held on to. Uh, seeing uh, uh, seeing Lucas go ahead and, and get ran to that van I thought was fucking hilarious. I wish they would have not put that in the trailer. So I mean, there's a couple scenes I was I was going well. I wish you would save that, but the chemistry between the kids works so incredibly well. And there's a there's a scene near the end. I went, that's really sweet for where it kind of leaves the kids. And I haven't talked about we haven't talked about him, but Atticus, who's played by Chase uh, Hertzfield, I thought he was hilarious. I thought he just kind of being that cool sort of. Almost like Yoda type character, like okay, man, like you know, you do your own thing. I'm, I'm here. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. So, I'm gonna give. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give this a B plus. Is what I'm gonna give this because good grade. Thank you. Because I, 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 <laughs> I, I think if you see this at full price, you'd go. You know what? That, that was, that was all right. That was good. I, I got my money's worth, but. Don't take your kids. <laughs> oh, I, oh, absolutely not. Like, no, this is. So that, that's, mean, that was my other yeah. thought is maybe the marketing ploy here was to be like, oh, this is for kids, but like it's naughty if you go and see it. So maybe you should sneak off with your friends and go see it type of deal, you know? Or like, or Forbidden like they fruit. were saying, like if you're if you're the like we were cool to let you do mm-hmm. this movie like if your parents are cool they'll take right you. see seth rogan is a good guy and he's with yeah. these kids like they yeah. could probably well, you, you got to tell your parents like if you don't take me then you're not <laughs> as cool as fucking seth rogan <laughs> exactly that's really all i got from this but but honestly though this will be something i buy when it comes out like i mean again i i feel like i li- i miss probably a quarter of the jokes in the movie because i was laughing so hard and but overall, again, I think Tag and Game Night are probably two of the best comedies I've seen in a while. So it's not as good as those, but I thought the kids' chemistry kind of helped, helped to get close, but not quite there. So anyways, I digress. So uh, guys, have you seen Good Boys? I, the title alone is pretty funny. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is a great name. Yeah, I I do love the poster how it says you must be tall to see this movie. How the kids are saying you know fucking shit and pussy like almost every ever scene, but they can't go see their own movie. Like I like that marketing gimmick. I went, you know what? All right, that's that that's pretty funny. But guys, have you seen Good Boys? So let's know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow yours truly on the Twitter. At J Hunter Real Pineapple, you can follow Scott on Twitter at. I'm the first. You can follow Colin on Twitter at. 
The Real O'Neill. And you can go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcasts, as well as Stitch Radio now. So go ahead and let us know what you think of the reviews. We will have a review up this weekend for The Boys Season 1. Uh, Scott, not the type of people you date. And we'll, have a review, and we'll have a review up as well for Angels Fallen. I'm giving you guys a weekend off because I figure none of us want to go see Angels, Angels we've, Fallen. We've seen enough all. Fallen. There's been yeah, plenty of Fallens. Yeah. You went through the first two. I'll, I'll go ahead and finish the trilogy. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch Angel Has Fallen when I can't sleep one night, like a year and a half from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when it's like on show. Yeah, when it's on, USA, <laughs> when it's on USA edited, you're like, oh, sure. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah, I actually, I can't do USA movies. Really. <laughs> it's, it's over it wears it. you down. No, it I really can't. wears you down. It wears yeah. you down, yeah. Fair enough. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Meow.